you know, uh, Nelson Mandela said, um, don't judge me by my successes. Yeah. Judge me how many times I got up from my failures. Mm. It's powerful. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and this is from a guy that was in prison for how many years? 27. There you go. Yeah. So, and, and became prime minister of South of Africa. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Three Questions by Corey Kareem, the show where we sit down with some amazing people who are doing some amazing things. And that's right, we asked them three questions, not about their successes though, but rather about their failures. The purpose of this show is to offer you different perspectives on how successful people both deal and handle failure. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my guest, He's a men's fashion, lifestyle coach, and consultant, known for the fanciest, craziest suits in the city of Toronto, the man himself, Mr. Cassius Denizen, a.k.a. Mr. Kaizen. Yes, Welcome sir. to the show, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, so I know I just kind of gave you a very lightweight intro. So for the millions of people that are tuning in, why don't you give them a brief synopsis about who you are and what you do? Uh, my objective is to make men better. That's, that's, that's my life goal. That's, that's how I provide service now. Um, and I take it from an inside-out perspective. I, I help you come to grips with who you are and who you want to be. And then we dress it up with, with some nice clothing at the end of, of the whole process, if, if, that's, if that's where you're going. Um, started the business, this particular phase of the business, six years ago. And it's... it's, it's graduated or, or morphed really into my passion work and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is, mm. is help men better themselves and, and elevate their lifestyle to, to, to there, there's no limits mm -hmm. and, and every day I want to be a proponent of being better. There that's, you go. That's my objective. So you help guys level up. Level up. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So let's get down to it. So three questions. So here's the first question. Right. Um, tell me about your, your biggest failure to date, why you believe it's your biggest failure? Like, t tell me about that moment. It wasn't, it, so, I'm gonna take it from a, a, a different perspective because it wasn't a moment, it was an ongoing, mm. continuous failure um, mm. that in the moment I didn't even recognize that I was, uh, how, how I was failing. Mm. Like, I had, had a business and it was a successful business. At that time, it was event management. Mm -hmm. And I lost perspective. I lost trust. Mm -hmm. What it came down to, my failure was I no longer trusted me. Mm. I was heavily dependent on other people's opinion mm -hmm. and how they perceived mm. my mm -hmm. success. Mm -hmm. and, and everything I did was driven by that. Mm. And that is the biggest failure that, that continued for... Uh, at least seven year period wow. until it it really crashed and I came to a point where it was all right you 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 no longer have any trust in you everything that you value comes from other people's mouths perspectives mm -hmm. it, it, it's no longer you you're just animated by that right and when that happened that's that's for me when i decided okay and, and keep in mind i'm, in, I'm a lifestyle guy mm. an image consultant uh, i get it <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's the point where i had to say okay i need therapy 
mm-hmm. to, to, to get reintroduced to who I am. Wow. So my failure wasn't, I, I, I wouldn't just attribute to a, a moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a moment. It was a, it was a series of bad habits that I kept perpetuating for a period of time. Wow. And, and that propelled all my greatest failures. Everything that, that, that I consider a failure right. was the, came to me not trusting me anymore. Right. So you bring up a good point in your story. Um, and the point that, that's resonating with me is caring about, uh, caring a lot about what other people think, yeah. say, believe, yeah. or whatever. Um, so what are you doing to, to compensate with that now? Because obviously, like I've heard different things like, you know, there's a certain degree you should care what other people say, right? right? If they're your business partner, obviously right. your partner of some sort. But how do you kind of level that out? I don't care anymore. Mm, period. So, you know, just, just, and, and when I say that, I don't, I don't mean that, that mm. um, it, it, here's where I'm more focused, mm. is me being my authentic self. Mm. And I believe once I'm practicing that, mm. then your perception of me is going to be your perception of me. I'm, not, I'm no longer right. worried with if you like me, if you love me, if you hate me. Yeah. That doesn't drive. My focus now is on me being the best version of me mm. and what I think the best version of me is. Right. And that's the, every moment to moment, day to day. Right. That's what I practice. Right. Now, if you happen to be in alignment with mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. great. Let's, let's, let's move ahead. Let's, let's, let's connect. And if you're not in alignment, that I'm, I'm at peace with not being liked by everybody. With, and there was a period of time, my whole objective was that everybody better love me. Right, right. <laughs> I am too awesome for you not to love me. Right. I'm no longer bogged down with that, that weight, that, that need to, mm. to feed my ego anymore. Is, is, and it's still a working process. There's obviously right. days that you're like, yeah. how, how could you not like me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but for the most part now, I'm driven more by, am I being a good person? Am I making right, right. decisions? Am I helping my community? Right. Those are the things that, that weigh my decision process versus do you like me? Right. Not, not my... Right. Perspective anymore. So if you give me give us like one thing, how did you get to that? Like I know there was probably a process to kind yeah. of get there mentally, but what was, what's like one thing you did to kind of get your mind in that state where you're not caring so much about the outside? I, I had to I had to get therapy, which yeah. was for me a yeah. huge thing. Yeah. Because at the time I was I was getting licensed as a mm-hmm. as a life coach. Mm-hmm. And, and and I was a, a, a a big ego guy, mm. you know. I, you? I, I <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought yeah. I knew everything. I'd yeah. been through some stuff. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I, I built a successful business. Like, you yeah. know, what, what are you going to tell me? Yeah. And and when it when it when when I like, I had a a a, a, a moment that that it was just like, you can't keep doing this. Right. You know what I mean? Like people. People were seeing my value mm-hmm. and, and utilizing it to better themselves, mm-hmm. and I was kind of just stuck being where I was. Right. There was no evolution. There was, I got up every day to meet those standards set by outsiders right. versus what, what is it that I want to do? How mm-hmm. am I elevating me? Mm-hmm. And, and, and when that hit, I, I made the conscious decision. I'm like, I can no longer do this on my own. Mm. I needed to, 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 to ask somebody for help right. and to get clarity onto why right. I was in this, this stuck situation yeah. of needing the, the reassurance, the, the adulation of others to make me feel good. That makes and, sense. And 
then I, I it was a big deal. I remember the first time, uh, you know, I went to my therapist and, and, and um, for, for me, it was important that, that it be a person of color. So mm-hmm. we were black and, and, mm-hmm. and I laid it out, you know, I went in and I was like, so, you know, I don't really need you. Mm-hmm. But here, here's where we're, we're, what I want to see happen. Mm-hmm. And he sat there and he was like, okay. He's mm-hmm. like, so why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, when he said that to me, which is mm-hmm. what I use in my, my, my practice now, it's like, okay, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe there is some stuff I need to work on. Right. So, yeah, it was, it was, I'm most proud of myself for making that decision of asking for help. Right. Because if I didn't, I would have just continuously perpetrated the bad behavior that, Right. Wasn't helpful to me. Right. Awesome. So Cassius, question number two. Yes. Tell me about a time where nothing seemed to be working. It seemed like everything was falling apart. Right. Nothing was working out. What did you do to get through it and ultimately over it? To, to, to get through, I, I, and it comes back to my, my initial point, I had to get help. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I really started to do was practice the, 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 the habits mm-hmm. that, that would make me better. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped looking externally. I started to look within. Mm-hmm. I, I practiced a mantra of I am everything. I am all things. And mm-hmm. I, I, through me, everything comes. Mm-hmm. And when, I, when I, I, I would wake up every morning, and I'd repeat that and repeat that and repeat that. And then mm-hmm. my daily activities were centered around that. Mm-hmm. It, um, at this point, business was falling apart mm-hmm. because I wasn't present. I started to delegate out to a bunch of different people, and mm-hmm. and keep in mind at this point I had some of the best contracts in the city. I, I had a contract with the Fairmont, a contract mm-hmm. with the top hotels in the city, mm-hmm. event companies, mm-hmm. everybody you know I provided service to. Mm-hmm. So from the outside it looked great, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, everything is going as, but I wasn't present. Mm-hmm. It was I I didn't like me. I didn't get up. For me, I got mm-hmm. up because, oh, I have 30 people working for me. I got to get up. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. I got to that. But it wasn't driven by passion anymore. Mm-hmm. It was an action. And when you're that, you, 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 a certain depression falls on you and you don't even know that you're depressed. Right. But you, you're doing things that a depressed person does. Just right. negative behavior, being out when you're not supposed to be out, uh, connecting with people you, that, that are, your energies are not aligned. Right. So it, it was uh, practicing the, that mantra that, that made me, help me turn the corner that right. I started to realize, okay, so here's what I'm going to do today. Mm. And, and all of it was driven to making me better, right. which, you know, I, I ended up uh, shutting the business down because right. it was no longer serving me. Right. And, I, and I, that's how I turned the corner by, by realizing that, yeah, the business was doing well, mm-hmm. making me money, mm-hmm. but I didn't enjoy what I was doing. Wasn't it was making no, you well. It wasn't making me well. It was right. making me actually very sick right. mentally and, and which started physically as well. So it was realizing that it was no longer serving me. Right. I was serving the business. And that's never, I don't think, how you should be living your life where you're working to provide Right. While emptying yourself out. Right. And that's that's the point that I was like, all right. 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 And so in your case, to, to dig into that a little bit, you know, you're a bachelor. So what would you say to someone who has a family and maybe they're the sole breadwinner of right. the family and they're in that predicament where the, the business or the job or the career that they're in is draining their soul, affecting it, their health? Do, are, I, I would say it's even more important. Yeah. 
that you make a change. Mm. Sit down with your family and tell them how you're feeling. The, the, the problem, especially as, as human beings, where, where we are the breadwinner, we, we feel the responsibility outweighs ourselves. You can't mm. give from an empty vessel. Mm. You can't continuously provide from... That's why men die so much earlier than women because mm -hmm. we keep everything inside and we mm -hmm. we get bogged down with it it gives us health issues you you got to look at your family and say you know what this job even though it's paying the, the there is no job that you can't get a better job from mm. there's there so many especially in our world today there's so many ways to make money mm -hmm. you got to decide what you're willing to sacrifice mm -hmm. your health and your mental health can't be what you're willing to sacrifice in order to take care of your family there, mm -hmm. there's a way to do that Take care of your family and serve yourself at the same time. Because mm -hmm. the better you are, and the more, the more you feel you're acting in from a place of, I'm from wellness, mm -hmm. from a place of wellness, is better for your family. Because then you're not bringing home your anger at your right. job and the anger at the failures of your job right. to your family. Because that's how you start abusing your wife, abusing your kids, whether physically or or, or verbally. Yeah. And it, the moment you're content with what you're doing. Yeah. and doing it from a place of wellness, then of course you're gonna be there more time with your family, better able to, 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 to help your kids, better able to be there for your wife, your husband, whatever it is. Right. So it, it, it is incumbent on you to recognize that you can't use your family as an excuse to keep doing something that is tearing you apart. Right. That, right. that is no, there's no excuse for that. And that, does, that is not from a place of wellness, which is where I think everybody should be up around. Right. And, and to, to end on a, that note, one of the, the wisest things I think I've heard you say is, you know, uh, you assume more guilt than you're responsible for. Absolutely. And I can relate that to what you're saying yeah. is maybe you assume more responsibility than you're actually responsible, responsible for. for. Yeah. And, 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 and having that conversation with your family, you'd be yeah. surprised how much they, they want to see you better too. Yeah. Because they're seeing your bad behavior and how it's affecting them. Yeah. They're seeing your sadness or your, 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 your illness yeah. even if you're not seeing it so yeah. you know take that take that responsibility off take that cloak of yeah. i have to do this yeah. anything you have to you have to breathe yeah outside of that there's nothing else you really have to do yeah that that that's going to shut down your whole world awesome okay cassius question number three and the yes. final question yes. which is a two-part question really cool. um what do you believe is your the biggest lesson you've learned from your failures today and for the millions of people that are experiencing failure right now, right. what's your one piece of advice to them? We'll start with the first. Failure is, is not a bad thing. Mm. Failure is a lesson, period. Mm. That's, that's it. So the moment you stop looking at failure as, a, as your shortcoming mm. and start looking at it as, okay, so this is something I need to be better at. That's, mm. that, that's all failure so is. So change your perspective. Change your perspective. Okay. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll use sports analogy. Kobe Bryant is one of my personal heroes, my mentor. RIP. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but why was he so good at what he did? Mm. And, and why was he able to get, after having a successful basketball career, and then went and goes and wins an Academy Award? Mm. That don't happen. Mm -hmm. He studied what he needed to be better. Mm. He would get a coach mm -hmm. that was specifically to, to coach him with shooting. Right. He had a coach specific to help him with dribbling. Mm -hmm. any, any, anywhere he thought he needed help mm. or he wasn't the best at, he got somebody on to make him better. Right. So 
failure is 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 simply a, a pointing out to you that you're not good at this. If if like an entrepreneur like myself, I don't like numbers. Mm. It, 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 I just don't. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I need a great accountant to help me with right. that. Period. Right. Uh, so it, it it's just recognizing where your weaknesses are and figuring out how to fill that in, and that might be having to bring somebody on that is better at that. That their that's their gift. Mm -hmm. So it's it's recognizing that. It doesn't make you less. Mm -hmm. It makes you smarter. Mm. It, it, it tells you that you're in a good mental space when you're able to recognize that I'm not great at this, so I need to ask for help mm. with this to make me better at this. Right. And whether you're doing it yourself or you bring them on for them to solely handle that, however you, you, you make peace within your mind, mm -hmm. recognize that failure is just pointing out where you're not the strongest. Mm. It's not a bad thing. It's, it, it's not something that you should run away from or shirk from, but just recognize that, okay, and it makes you so much better when mm. you fill in that gap, that when you recognize, all right, I'm not good at this. Let me, let me fill this in. Let me bring somebody on that can help me. In my coaching business right now, I, uh, I have guys that sometimes they come to me and they're like, you know, my girlfriend suggested this. I really don't need mm. you. Of course. And, and I'm like, cool, you don't need me. And, and the same thing I went through. When I recognize that I need therapy, we don't like admitting that we have weaknesses. Right. And, especially and, as men. As, especially as men. Women are just, uh, just as egotistical in that area too. Mm -hmm. it, but, but if we reframe it and it's, mm -hmm. it is focused less on this is a weakness, this is something I'm not great at. Mm -hmm. This is something I need help with. Mm -hmm. and, and there's nothing, as human beings, none of us are perfect and none of us can do all things. Right. Every great athlete, every great business person had to learn something, right. had to go to somebody else to, they all have mentors. If you notice one thing they all do, well, yeah. what do you think a mentor is? A mentor right. is your helper. A mentor right. uh, shows you, hey, this is not the right way to do this. Here's another uh, option. Right. And, and the moment we start looking at failure as just a, it's, it's, it's the example of what we're, we're not the strongest at and where we should Buck right. up, basically. Right, right. So, so I think I know the answer to this, but if you were to say one thing that people should do that are dealing with failure, I think I'm saying, I think I believe it's seek help where you believe. Get your mind right. Right. If you get your mind right, and, and that might be whether you get a life coach, a therapist, or whatever right. it is, but right. stop thinking you are the problem. Mm. You are not the problem. You are absolutely the answer. And if you get your mind around, I have the answers, you, you, you start realizing that, okay, but this person, I need this person to help me unlock those answers. Right. Then you're in a much better place. So your mental health and your perspective is what's going to get you out of this, this right. uh, the stuck, right. I'm a failure right. mindset. It's, it's just a mindset. Right. You know, uh, Nelson Mandela said, um, don't judge me by my successes. Yeah. Judge me how many times I got up from my failures. Mm. It's powerful, right? You know what I mean. Right. And and this is from a guy that was in prison for how many years? Twenty-seven. There you go. Yeah. So and and became prime minister of South of, Africa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so if that is not a guy you should listen to, I don't know who is. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's no. This is this is probably the biggest yeah. thing I've taken away from this is change your perspective, perspective of how you look at your failure and to seek help where you need it. Mental health it, it, it drives everything we do. Amen to that. Well, that's it. Thank you, Cassius, for coming through. I really appreciate it and you sharing your stories. And guys, I want to leave you uh, with something I always like to end the show with, and, and that's this. 
Um, if you want to impress people, talk about your successes. If you want to impact their lives, talk about your failures. In this life that we have, we don't get what we deserve. We get what we negotiate. So we got to fight for what we want. And with that being said, till next time, I'm Corey Kareem. Peace and love. I'm Corey Kareem, and my motto is faith, love, and persistence. All I wish to offer is perspective. Thank you for your time and your attention. Peace and love.